As followers of Christ, we are faced with new norms and societal changes that may differ from our worldview. We see fads continue to shape not only our culture, but our beliefs as well. Are we following the trends of life, or are we seeking after the deeper truths which God places before us? We'll discuss these questions and more in Trend or Truth. Hey guys, well, we're back. Uh, this is Zorn here with the Amp Station and with the Trend or Truth podcast. Um, sorry we've taken kind of an extended break, but uh, we're fired up and we'll, uh, we think we're kind of somewhat organized to start getting back on a regular basis here. Um, so for uh, our new season, right out of the bat, we've got a really cool topic. We're going to talk about grace. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, I've got three awesome guys here to talk with it about. Um, uh, right next to me is uh, our man Riley. What's going on? And go ahead and give us your title, because it's it's one of my favorite uh, it's titles. It's the best title out there, I think. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about getting this grace in your face. Yeah, I like it. I like it. You know I like that. Absolutely. So. <laughs> and then over here, we got my man Jesse, one of our baseball guys, and a new leader here in the Amp Station. So we're excited to have him, Jesse. What's going on, guys? And then, of course, a staple, a mm. regular, the, uh, the GOAT mm. of podcasts, if you will. Uh, my man Wes. Long time no see. Yeah. <laughs> Long time no see on a podcast. I love it. <laughs> we do need to start adding some video, I think, one day, man. We we're all so good looking. It'd be like mm-hmm. <laughs> ratings would just soar, wouldn't yeah. it? It might be too good <laughs> at that point, you know? <laughs> well, we're not talking about humility today. That's yeah, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> so, We've, but we, have we ever talked about No, we humility. haven't. Maybe we need to. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to get uh, at least three different guys. Je- Jesse's pretty humble. Yes. But <laughs> right. He'll He's going to lead that one. <laughs> I don't know if Zordon and I'll be able to no, no. We need to listen to it. We'll have to tune Amen. in. We'll be at the door there just like listening to the whole thing, it's taking like, wow, notes. So good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so grace. Um, first, I mean, just what, what does grace mean to you guys? I mean, what do, what do you think of when you hear the word grace? Mm. You know, I uh, to me, grace has always been something that I think uh, has – a few meanings, you know, however, I, I don't think it's a very ambiguous word, meaning like uh, there's not many things that grace means except for a few certain things. So, right. um, you know, if we kind of go through them, you know, I think the first one we can all agree on is beauty, right? When we see something that has grace, we think of it moving elegantly. We think of it uh, ha- possessing a certain sense of, uh, of attractiveness, right? Graceful. But graceful, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. She moved with such grace. Yeah. You know, okay. um, and, uh, and there's also forgiveness too, right? And that's that kind of the big one in Christianity, you know, is that grace is, a is something that's part and parcel with mercy. Yeah. You know, like we hear that all the time, the grace of salvation, which is actually yeah. something that I'm going to be talking about this upcoming Sunday. It, it's funny too, because, yeah. uh, Kimberly was looking at, cause you know, Kimberly was kind of thinking about speaking on grace. I don't know if we'll ever get her to speak, but this would have been a good one for her to speak on. But she, uh, she started kind of doing some background work and she looked up grace and it's funny because it said, you know, kind of what you're saying about forgiveness and, and things, but it's also said uh, a term Christian Jews, <laughs> like like it's yeah. not even, oh, like no. it's not a word for the world, you know. Yeah. Nobody else in the yeah. world I mean, can have grace for somebody, right? You know? And and you know, to that point, I feel like all, I feel like a lot of the times we put grace in a box. You sure. Know? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't I don't think it can just be beauty and mercy and all the senses that we can think of. Um, that concept comes directly from God, right? Yeah. So God is the creator of that concept, right? He's actually something that's called the progenitor. So I'm already two for two with these crazy <laughs> words, ambiguous <laughs> yeah. progenitor. Um, but he's the progenitor of these things, right? And and the only, all that is, is the point at which something originated, the person from which something came, Right. So, in a sense, God is the progenitor of everything. That's all it is, right? And in order for something to come from God, like the concept of grace, I I feel like we're doing just everyone a disservice by saying it just means one certain thing, right? Or or two at max. There are so many applications to it that uh, that I think maybe we miss, right? Like and and and. uh, and, Maybe there's something that we do every day that we miss. You know, whenever uh, you know someone coughs in the in the, in the mic on a podcast, <laughs> right? Immediately we're like, "Oh, it's okay." You know, yeah. we immediately yeah. give that person grace, and it's like an automatic response. And, and, and it makes me wonder how many of those like do we do right. just throughout our daily lives? You know, right? Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Um, <clears throat> I never even really uh, knew what grace was, and so when you talk about Kimberly 
bringing up the term Christians use, I, growing up, I, I never thought about grace. I never yeah. knew what grace was. And then when I kind of, when I got here to Amp Station, you know, that's obviously big. And then when I have fully accepted Christ in my heart and I surrendered, I knew what that grace was and I felt that grace and I kind of sort of, it was like a gift, yeah. a gift from yeah. God yeah. that he, you know, graciously gifted me. Mm. And, um, like any gift that you get, you know, you have to really receive it. Right. And, you know, in order to receive it, you got to accept Christ in your heart. And when I received it, I was like, wow, I don't have to live, um, with my guilt, with, um, sure. With all that I've done, I can let go of my past and I can truly be who I am now mm. because God has, you know, made me this person here right now in this moment. Well, and, and as much as you receive a gift, um, I think it's important for us to understand that most gifts we don't deserve, you know, yeah. especially when yeah. they come from the father, yeah. Absolutely. uh, even a, a birthday gift, you know, I mean, yeah. what'd you do to really earn that? Yeah. You were born of a couple of parents that loved you enough to want to honor you on your birthday. So they wanted to give you gifts. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's what, that's what God does for us. You know, he gives us grace that we definitely don't deserve. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, like, like Riley's saying, you know, when he coughs into the mic, you know, okay, well, yeah, no big deal, you know? Um, but what about when someone steps on your toe, you know, yeah. like figuratively, figuratively and literally we're kind of like, Oh, yeah. wait a second. You know, now we're not as free to give that, mm -hmm. that grace, you know, Wes, I see you pondering over there. So let, let's hear your thoughts on this. No, I mean, you guys are spot on. I, I think from the outside looking in, it, it's important uh, that we try to put it in human terms. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, yeah, God is love. God is all these things. Uh, it's it's a character trait when we try to put it in human terms. And, the, you know, of all the character traits of God, gracious, it just exudes from everything that you see what God has done throughout history yeah. for humanity. And it starts with, first of all, like you said, forgiveness, mm. uh, second chances, third chances uh, over and over and over again. When you're talking about uh, people that were in covenant with God and instead of just, you know, drawing a line in the sand and say, you've crossed this, you're not getting any more chances. Then we, we hear about, you know, this is an undeserved gift yeah. to stay as his people, even though you've uh, abused the relationship. <laughs> slightly. And, and just yeah, slightly. Taken, <laughs> taken God's grace for granted. Yeah. So that whole connection of it being undeserved is, is that we, we haven't done anything to merit that, to, to uh, yeah. earn the gifts that he's given us. And, you know, it all culminates from the old covenants into the new covenant in Christ, mm. uh, in Jesus, that he is the ultimate gift that God has given us. And I think in Romans, uh, it's important to remember that this is like, the reason I say ultimate is because it brings everything almost to a conclusion like all of these things that, that God has given throughout history now is summed up yeah. in, in Jesus. Uh, that was the plan, you know, early on. And uh, we have to think about, uh, you know, creation in itself, uh, people that enjoy the outdoors. That's a gift, right? Being able to see amazing landscapes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not sunsets. Yeah. Huh? I'm not there yet. You're my not there my yet. wife is like, look what God did. And I'm like, yeah, it's, right. it's beautiful. Yeah, I get it. But and that's, <laughs> doesn't do it for me, you know? Yeah, that's nice and all, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's not what I think of necessarily when I think of God's grace. Some people do. Yeah. But in the different ways that we think of what God has given humanity versus just, you know, all of creation, I think that's, that's the, the, the big connection that we can't miss. It's because of us being created in the image of God. We have a special relationship, yeah. humanity does, with the creator. And because of that special relationship, that's why he's, he's sent Jesus down to take care of all our screw-ups, you know, that have happened since 
Right. Adam and Eve blew it. Right. Mm. In order for us to have those gifts, right, we had to be undeserving, of course. Yeah. And we and we and we kind of go through that um, that whole process of like you know we mess up, and then we get God gives us grace, and then we mess up, and then God gives us grace, right? And it kind of adds to this idea that God gives more than we could ever be able to give. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And therefore, I would think that. Um, when God gives, it's worth more than anything we could yep. ever give and also has much greater rewards and consequences for us receiving that gift. You know, uh, a verse that came to mind was Romans 5, uh, 16, and it says, uh, the gift of God is not like the consequences of one person's sin. And I read the common English Bible, by the way, I think it, you know, really helps me understand some of the messages, but the gift of God isn't like the consequences of one person's sin. The judgment that came from one person's sin led to punishment, but the free gift that came out of many failures mm. led to the verdict of acquittal, right? And and I love that phrasing, the verdict of, of acquittal, because it also means that God saw us and, and, and judged us accordingly, right? Because he had to do that too, of course, because God can't just do stuff willy-nilly, right? If he's going to be you know, the, the creator of the concept of grace, of justice, of, of all the good things apart from sin, you know, he's also got to like, you know, have some judgment on us. Right. But he got us and he acquitted us of all that sin. Right. Like we were guilty, but out of his grace and love, he chose to take a part of himself and destroy it. And he did that because there's me. still a price to pay. Right. There's the, still a the, price. The fine, Big the time. fine still has to be paid because mm-hmm. um, you can't walk free without that. fine. And, you and, you know, to your point of defining grace, that just like adds much, so much more depth to it. Right. Because, yeah, it's undeserving, but it's also you are deserving of, of, of a guilty verdict. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just, well, you don't really deserve anything. No, you I deserve think. something. And I'm going to give you the complete opposite. I'm going to give you life where there should have yeah. been death. And that's I think good. that's powerful, man. That's good. Yeah. So um, I love that that section of the Bible because it's comparing Adam and, and Jesus, of course. And uh, it's just one of my favorite sections um, because it gets into that. Because of one man, mm-hmm. this, we get this, you know, in Jesus. So, um, But so grace is one of those things that once we kind of understand what it is, um, I think, you guys know me, I have a little judgment in my heart and I'm trying to grow out of this. But I think sometimes we can use that as a permission slip. You know, if I fall under God's grace, you know, um, I I love the verse um, that you used in your message. um, That's uh, Romans uh, 6, 1 and 2. Uh, What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? Which I think we, I think we walk in that sometimes. (laughs) And then he says, by no means, you know, Paul says, by no means we're those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, all my life, I've people had always said, well, well you know, well, God will forgive you. Yeah. God will forgive you. Um, don't worry about it. God will forgive you. You know, so I never did my own research. I never opened my Bible. And um, I think about my life, and I'm like, holy smokes, I took that for granted. Like, I took all of that for granted because I didn't really know who God was, you right. know, in that relationship. Mm. And so it wasn't until I accepted him in my heart, Holy, and I realized that I was unworthy. Right. And when I realized I wasn't worthy of it, it broke me down. You know, it kind of broke those walls down, and that's where my surrender came in. Yeah. You know, and then, like Riley was saying, you know, that that uh, we deserved life, you know, from that, and it brought a new life to me yeah. and in me, and um, I think that is a reflection of how I live now, you know, but it wasn't until... I realized I was unworthy and I didn't want to take what Jesus Christ did for us for granted that, anymore. That's so important too, because we're, we're going through how to stop the pain and, and the, the God that we share with others is a God that we believe in our heart. Yeah. And if we believe that, that the God is so grace, graceful and we're full of graciousness that we can just do whatever we're missing the point, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. uh, it, it, there's, there's a bit of that. That's true. You know, we, we can mess up and God will forgive us um, and he'll forget about it too. Um, but w- at what point do we want to walk in his grace so that we can be graceful to others, be gracious to others yeah. and, yeah. Uh, and, and really exemplify what God is for us. Well, that, that hits on a, on a really, really good point too, that I was really trying to make with, uh, with that verse. Um, so we're dead to sin now. 
right, has no hold on our lives anymore. You know, right? And, and we so we've gotten the grace, right? What, what does that mean, though? What What is dead? If If it has no if it has no hold on our life, then why do I keep sinning? Right, hundred percent. So that, let me let me let me get into that real quick. So, <laughs> why don't you let me finish? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, what does that mean? I'm about to tell you. Come on, hit it. Yeah, here it is. So uh, somebody else was thinking it out there. Uh, right, <laughs> I just right. said it for them. Yeah, no, I appreciate you, man. So um, once 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 we accept Jesus Christ into our hearts, right, and we become dead to that sin, right, in a sense, our soul has been like put back into connection with God. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you know that's what I'm good. saying. It's, it's like, really good. It, yeah. So, in a sense, that's what happens, right? Yeah. But we're still in a flesh body, right? We still have our human preferences and everything, but the conditions for a good life change. That is a huge point that I wanted yeah. to make. You know what I'm saying? The conditions for a good life change. No longer can we find it in things of the world, right? We'll always It will always come up lacking because our soul has been rewired at that point, right? So when the Bible talks about, it's like, oh, so, so we keep sinning just so grace can multiply. No, grace can't multiply unless you try to, like, continue in your salvation. Now, it never says you're going to do it perfectly. Paul himself was like, you know, I hate to do the things that I, I, that in, I don't in like Romans. to do. Yeah, in Romans, he's like, I do <laughs> yeah. the things I don't want to yeah. do and I hate it, right? You know, but, you know, every day he gets up and he tries to do better because in order for his life to have fulfillment while he's on earth, he's got to live by that grace that was given to him when he when he accepted yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah, that's And, good. you know, it's if when we keep doing that, our taste buds for life just change, you know. We don't want to do the, oh, sorry, no, we don't want to do the bad things anymore. You know, we yeah. want to do the good things and, and more so we like doing and we like the feeling that we get from reading our Bible, from coming to church, from doing a podcast, from serving, from, from anything, you know. We don't really enjoy going out and staying up all night, you know what I mean? We yeah. don't really enjoy those things. That's good. And it sounds crazy to think about too because <laughs> I know some of this is like, bro, I don't, you sound like an idiot right now. You know, I love going out and partying. I love, you know, doing all these things. And I'm saying like, man, if you like come here, you listen, you just drink from the cup that's given to you, man. It's, yeah. you're going to love it. And, and Riley, you know, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but oh, of course, I can't man. speak for Wes and Jesse because I, I, I didn't, I don't know their full history of everything. I know a little bit um, about Wes's and, um, you know, we're, we're not talking about a couple of guys that never lived that life. I'm not just not, some guy. We're not talking about a couple of guys that don't, that haven't tasted that and tasted it like full on. Oh yeah. You know, so um, like the life that I'm in now, I don't, I don't miss any of that. There's mm-hmm. nothing of that life that I miss. Um, there's, there's, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. There's no FOMO in my life at all. I, I feel like I'm, I'm doing exactly what I'm purposed to do. Uh, I'm fulfilled when I do it. Um, and so it's not like I'm looking at that going, man, I remember when I used to have that and I kind of like a little, I just don't, it's not there anymore, yeah, you know? Yeah. Right. And that's because you started like just walking <clears throat> this path, you know, <clears throat> you know, whenever, whenever I was first uh, trying to come back into everything, I, I wanted to, I still wanted to go out, you know, and I still wanted to, to drink and I still wanted to, you know, just like smoke pot and all that. Um, but God had other plans for my desires, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they. Uh, I, I just didn't desire these things, and um, like whenever I and for a while there, like you know, maybe I I still had like a little bit of that that sin still tugging at my heart, right? But it 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 was like um you know I, I had kind of just made an about face. I just did a one eighty, and I was walking a different way, which is repentance. It's repentance, you, you know, and repentance. and you know the farther away you get from something, it, it, it's like if I'm talking to you guys, right? And we're face to face. I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm, and I'm just talking, you know, yada, yada, yada. The farther away we get, the less it's going to be, you know, it's not going to be as easy to hear me. Yeah. And so the farther and farther away we get, we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, hear the call of sin so much. Does yeah. that make sense? Was that yeah. a good analogy? Yeah. No, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think the the difference that we're looking at here is between a gift that is undeserved and how important is that gift? How does that impact us? And then our response to that gift. You know what I'm saying? Because the first yeah, it's half, the it's the you become what you behold. Yeah. You, you know, how valuable is that gift to you? Exactly. Yeah. It's really good. And, and and that's the part where I think it doesn't become real to us unless that value is elevated to a level. I mean, think yeah. about a kid at a birthday party. 
the kid, you know, has how many friends at the party. Some of those gifts are going to rank pretty high, and some of those are going to go, you know, who invited that other kid? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who got me a toothbrush? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is up with this? Thanks, Grandma, for the socks. The socks. Yeah. That's the, you know, it's <laughs> Grandma gets you underwear, and you're just like, seriously, all my friends are here, and you, you got to yeah. make me unwrap this. But yeah. much like God, it's what you need. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because right. I love when my grandma you gives me underwear. You just ruined the analogy yeah, right there. Yeah. Did I? Yes. Oh, my bad. God gave you underwear. That's not it. Mm-hmm. No, this <laughs> is... But the gift of God is underwear for life. <laughs> it's like, seriously, man. That's what exactly. people think, though. That's what I mean. <laughs> but I think... They kind of do. I know. I mean, that's serious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that... That just hit me, right? It's not that funny. <laughs> but I think the, the courtroom sort of... Guilty verdict is is the focus that Paul's trying to get us to see. Yeah. And being <laughs> charged with a crime in, you know, that era of what prison was like and the consequences, the penalties. It, I mean, prison's not great these days, don't get me wrong. But think about if you were convicted of a crime and you were sent away to a prison in Rome... 2000 years ago it's going to be the worst like uh they didn't feed you in jail they didn't clothe you you were usually like in some kind of cave or something like that and you wanted to die yeah and and so if you know that you did the crime you like there's no question just like you're talking about justice and uh forgiveness and and all of the there's excuse me justice and judgment Nobody believes that you're innocent. Like, you did it. You got caught. This is your penalty. No doubt whatsoever. And somebody walks up and says, hey, no problem. You're forgiven. You're free to go. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the kind of value. It's revolutionary. Yeah. 100%. We're supposed to place on this. And so your response to that, what is it? Do you go out and do it again? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or do you say, man, I am so grateful that I that I didn't have to suffer the consequences. Somebody else did. Yeah. Man, Somebody yes. else. That is such, such, so good. And are you finished with your point? Because uh, there's something that really came to mind. Go for it, man. Okay, so uh, I, I really love that. Because if we really understood what was going on with the crucifixion, what was going on with, with Jesus Christ, we wouldn't want to live in sin just because it's going to like capture our hearts so much, you know? Exactly. So um, one thing I wanted, I really wanted to do was break down what I think was going through God's mind. And, and you know, this is, you got to take that with a grain of salt. I have no idea what it's like to be God. Um, <clears throat> but so we know, right, that God is this infinite being, right, who exists outside of all these concepts like time and space, right? In fact, he's the creator of them. He exists outside of it. All the concepts that we have in our lives apart from sin, you know, that's the only one that came from us. (laughs) We got that one. We got sin. Um, We, all of these things came from God. So whenever he saw this creation that he made, out of love for the sole purpose of spreading love and being in communion with him, sin against him, right? It's like seeing a child that she loves so much go yeah. and just like become the worst thing that yeah. they could ever become. So you true. know, it's like raising somebody with all that potential and then they become, you know, a murderer, right? And, and, you know, God's looking at this and he knows that he's fully just, right? God couldn't have acted out of accordance with his character You know, he had to be, he had to act in justice, right? And then he also wanted to be loving. And so for the, I don't know if this has ever happened before, but like, it seems like for the first time ever, you know, this being of infant, of infinite power and love and knowledge and grace and justice faces a conflict of character. I mean, that's, that's insane to think about, you know? I mean, can you imagine that struggle where he's just like, I don't, I don't want to kill them. I, I love them, but I have to pass judgment on I've them. I've actually promised not to kill them. Yeah, Again. Right? Again. <laughs> Again. Right? You know? And I mean, it, it paints a pretty bleak picture in Romans. Uh, um, what, is, what is that where it says the for the wages of sin is death? Is that, six, yeah, yeah, that's Romans 6. 6 23. Right? It, paints a, it yep. paints a pretty bleak picture, right? For the wages of sin is death. And so uh-huh. he's like, I have to do something. Right? But the other part of that verse is, 
the gift of God is life everlasting. Yeah. Right. So what did he do? Right. He tore off a part of himself to kill for us. Right. Yeah. I mean, he did that for me. Mm-hmm. That's just like, sometimes that'll bring you to tears, man. Absolutely. To yeah. so, <clears throat> That's funny. You brought it, the tears. Yeah. Um, so I went to a retreat at, that we did for the amp station over at Des- destiny life. And, um, I wasn't supposed to go. I actually called off work and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm not, I'm not going to go work at Amazon when I can you know, go to this retreat. I feel called to go do this. Let's Amen. do it. Yeah. So Amazon, sure we love you. If you want to send money, <laughs> if you want to sponsor we, us, we Amp Station, we'll give yeah. you Jesse back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm not. Yeah, you're not leaving. You're not leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Ever, ever, <laughs> ever. So, you're not allowed to. Uh, There's actually a gun on him right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we're watching the uh, Passion of Christ. That's, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. I think I got that. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. And we're watching Jesus get beat mm. and crucified. And I'm sitting there watching this, and I've watched it, you know, a few times already, you know, when I was younger, and my dad showed it to me and my grandma. And I just start bawling. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I never understood exactly what he did and what, he did for us, you know, and when he was getting beat and just was hanging there, I was thinking, wow, that's our father. You know, when you think about it in worldly terms, you're like, if that ever happened to your dad here on earth, think about you, you would be absolutely crushed. You would be devastated. You would be griefing like no other. And yet we take advantage of that every single day, you know, We don't actually think about what he had to go through and what he did for us. And so when I watched that video, it just completely changed my perspective. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my goodness, what, what have I been doing my, my whole life? And yet I'm only 22, but yeah, you know, before, what was I doing? You know? Right. Well, and I think too, um, you can watch that. And if you don't ever attach it to what you've done, you know, to, to your own, to your personal life, which is hard to do before you're you've 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 surrendered to him. Exactly. But once you've surrendered to him, it's easy to see him up there and go, I mean, I'm I'm responsible for that. Yeah. You know, um, I'm the one that, that put him in that position. Um, and that's 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 overpowering, man. I I I've probably watched it ten times since I've the in the last seven years and it wrecks me every time. It's yeah. not it's because I I can see that he didn't deserve that. He he did that because of me. Yeah. Um. And the sin that I and thank God he did yeah. because uh, you know I, I it's just like you said I couldn't go through this life if I had to carry even even now I still still have things that pop up and and I would carry them around as shame or guilt or something like that. But now, uh, uh well it's another Romans verse that uh, says is it eight twenty eight that says uh, uh take all thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. I mean that. That's a verse that um, allows me to walk in victory when I do mess up or whenever I do see something that I shouldn't see, or, you know. And, yeah, and, and, and then I want to turn from it. It is Second Corinthians. Yeah. I always do that. <laughs> <laughs> Romans is so good; it's got everything except for that verse. Well, except Romans, for that. I mean, yeah, Romans yeah. eight. Romans eight twenty eight is pretty good. It says, "We know that God works all things together for yeah. good yeah. for the ones who love God, for those who are called according to His purpose." Right? Yeah. yeah, and that's that's again <clears throat> response. Yeah, and. and the gift is there, and and that's what I I think everyone needs to know that listens to this is that Christ died for everyone, mm-hmm. yeah. all humanity, but only certain people are going to respond yeah. to that gift. And in order to respond, like you said, you have to take responsibility. You have to take responsibility for your choices, and it. Again, you can be in denial. You can say, I'm not actually guilty, you know, the whole courtroom and everything. But when you do that, you nullify what what Jesus has done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. you, you kind of undo it. And I think right. that's why Paul constantly refocuses the conversation to justification. It's just, it's just like there's three things that he's implying with what Jesus did about how we are justified 
in Christ. We choose yeah. if we want to be in Christ or not. That's not forced on us. Right. Just like we are not forced to take any kind of gift. I mean, you can, you know, tell that person yeah. that came to your party to go back home and take that mm. box with them, right? Yeah. And so we get this, first of all, a new status. We're still, you know, we're still children of God, no matter who you are in humanity, right? right. But you don't have to be in the family. You can walk away from the family. Sure. And so when you're reunited because of Christ, because you accept that gift, now you have that righteous, that new status again. That's regained. You're, you're back in the family. Plus, like what Riley was saying, you have a reset from then on. Boom. Brand new future. Yeah. Yep. 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 Which, let's be honest, you have to claim a little bit of that yourself as well. There, yes. There, there's, there's some things to, to fully walk in that, you have to you have to go out and fully receive. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just pick and choose the things that you want that that seem to make, if you just want to want to take prayer, I, I'm only going to take prayer. You're going to miss the fulfillment. If I'll, I'll read, but I don't really want to have discussion with you. You're going to miss the fulfillment. I'll 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 hang out with your people, but I'm not interested in your word, or I'm not interested in in prayer. But I'll hang out with your people. You're going to miss the fulfillment. There'll be some things that'll be better. There'll be some things that'll be okay, but you're going to miss the what what God fully has for you. Right. So, so we have a role in receiving. Yes. Um, receiving His grace really is, is what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and until you do that, I think you'll miss that grace sometimes. And what I love about His grace is, as as my life has grown in Christ, I've been able to grow in that grace. I've been able to, I've been able to go back and identify where he was gracious to me when I didn't, I definitely didn't deserve, but I didn't even recognize it at the time. Yeah. You know, Mm. have you guys had any moments like that where, where you you can look back now and say, Oh my gosh, God was gracious to me. And I was, I mean, I was a thug, you know, but he he was gracious to me. Yeah. I got an awesome story about getting some grace. So, um, and about going right back into it as well. So uh, there was a time when I was arrested. I was arrested when I was 16, and uh, I had some just, you know, it was it was very damning evidence that I had on me. Like, I was guilty for what they were accusing me for. Um, and I won't go into a lot of it just because, like, you know, I don't want to, um, you know, make anybody uncomfortable or anything like that. Um, but, like, so I was, I was arrested whenever I was uh, uh, 16. And uh, I, I go to court, and the judge says, you know, so basically, what are you doing? You know, and 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 I said, I'm I'm sorry, Your Honor. You know, I thought I was a thug at that point. I was like, sorry, you know, just I'm hard. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> you don't want none. Yeah. yeah, it's like you got any idea who I am? It's like you're a 16 year old kid who goes to prior high school. Chill. <laughs> That's who you are. <laughs> but uh, so she, uh, you know, she. Slaps me with uh, with with fines that need to be paid off and drug tests every two weeks and I did not pass a single one of those drug tests man wow. I was just I was an idiot you know and 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 I'm just like you know not caring and not caring and not caring and it wasn't on my radar to even be like you know praying or going to church or or anything like that right. you know or even like pursue a good life you know I was just like fully into it letting all my family down. And I, I get to court one day, and this is supposed to be like the court day. Like this is one where like they're gonna either put me in juvie or try me as an adult. Um, and I don't know if they could have done that, but you know the charges that I had, you know, were pretty pretty up there. You know, it was just some some pretty high possession charges and intent to distribute and stuff like that. But um, so I get there, and it's a different judge, right? And this judge that is, is just mysteriously here and I, it says, you know what? I, I see all your fines are paid and everything. I'm going to drop all your charges. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, I, I don't deserve this. You know what I mean? And that feeling that I had, if you could probably, you know, make a, make a connection to that with grace. Cause I knew, yeah. I, I knew, I also knew that I didn't deserve it, you know, yeah. which is huge. And, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I, I don't know what to do here. And, and I didn't want to do I didn't want to just keep doing bad after that you know I felt like I just I felt guilty for getting off that easy you know right right you know and you could even say that could be like you know um, 100% related to conviction right right because like you know we know that we got off easy 
right? Yeah. And so it makes us want to do it that much better. Like we get to live, right? We get to experience life. I get to sit here with some awesome men and talk about some fascinating concepts, right? And I have, you know, an amazing girlfriend and I have amazing friends, right? All because God didn't want to kill me 2000 years ago, yeah. you know, or stop my possibility. That's good. The thing is, is like, you know, it took, it still took me a while to come back to God, right? Because two weeks later, I think I was just back yeah. at it again. I was going to say that, back at but, it but that didn't set you on the path yet. No, did it? it didn't. But I mean, I think what it did is plant a seed, sure, you know, sure. saying that like, you know, it, here's what it's like to have nothing hanging over your head yeah. for, for two weeks, you know, here's what it's like to live in complete relief. Well, know? and even now, I mean, just like being able to look back at moments like that and, and yeah. I've, I've had, I've had tons of them too. Um, just, just to see that grace at work in that moment builds your faith now for oh yeah how god works in your mm-hmm. life yeah. and, be, and being able to see that even even though i kept in in spite of what he was doing i was still doing my own thing and he still kept being gracious he ke- still kept trying to draw me to him trying to draw him to draw me to him and yeah and uh, which you know because there's a christian concept out there that that people think that we choose christ that's not the case nope. he's choosing us yeah he's, us. he's chasing us we're not chasing him he's chasing us um, and then once we receive that, that's when we've got a new responsibility to try to chase relationship with him. Not we're not chasing him; we're chasing relationship with Man. him. Yeah, that's big in my life too. Because when Murph spoke that day, you know, he was talking about, you know, being the image of Jesus Christ, you know, and truly walking that out. And you know, he gave the uh, with the glove, and yeah, you can't put yeah. three fingers in it, and you can't put four, and you can't put half your hand, and you know, put the glove on, you know, and that was God I, I knew you know like he's he's calling me now it, it's yeah. time to go you know and I had a choice it was to choose the life that I wanted to live yeah or to choose the life that he wanted me to live right you know and God not Murph right God, yeah yeah not Murph <laughs> not Murph yeah. which um, he wants you to live of course, with God yeah, too yeah. So. awesome dude <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that you live in that Murph 623 life. that yeah. we were talking yeah. about with the wages of sin Mm-hmm. I think the verses leading up to that are just so perfect for what everyone has just said. So if you start at 21, Romans 6, 21, it says, what benefit did you get at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Those things result in death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. And then 23, of course, like you said, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus our Lord. Dang. That's so good. I mean, it just fits everything. Everything, man. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I really want to um, maybe come back to what you were talking about with, uh, we were talking about living that that, that life and, and, and saying that like, okay, I'm dead to sin, but why do I still want to sin? Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're saying that... Um, you know, no longer is that the consequence that we get for that, that we get to live a sinful life, you know, in each, in each instance, we're getting something, you know, we're getting, uh, you know, our proverbial money's worth, right? If I'm living that sinful life, I'm getting, uh, right. getting something out of it, right? Yeah. It's usually some temporal. Something, something, some, temp, yeah, yeah, temporary thing yeah. of this world. Absolutely. But, you know, when we make that switch, we get, we, it's not like we're not getting anything out of it then. In fact, the reward we're getting for that is so much greater than yeah. anything we could ever imagine. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's a part, it's a part of holiness. Right. You know, which is what, my... and that, well, I, I, and, and I just want to say this, like, it's so good to have that. Yeah. Um, Romans eight, uh, 20, give me one second. I'm going to find that thing. Romans eight, one through two tells us that God works everything uh, no, sorry. That was the Romans. Uh, yeah, 828. 828. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> yeah. My, my fault. My fault. No, you're good. Um, God works everything to our good. Yeah. When we're, li- when we're living according to his call. According to his purpose. Yeah. That's to our, what yeah. the verse says. He's yeah. working all of these things to us. And if God is working towards our good, man, like, I, I'll take that over, you know, getting high. <laughs> you know, yeah, because then coming after too. that is if God is for us, then who can be against us. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Right. That's the thing, man. Yeah. And and that's what I really want to like impress upon people. That's what I wanted to do was say that, 
um, whenever we make that switch, we're getting into the best life we can have. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're going to be fulfilled, yeah. right? You think you're fulfilled now and that's why you're not, that's why you're not like surrendering. Yeah, exactly. stuff. You don't have an idea of what fulfillment means. Well, you know? and that's why I get so frustrated and why my, my first message I really wanted to speak about, um, yeah, it's eternity. It's eternity in heaven. But we're talking about the kingdom on earth. Right. Now we're talking about, we're talking the fulfillment of this life that we get right now. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be always great. But no matter what, it's always going to be joyous if yeah. we're looking to Christ. Even in tough times, there's there's going to be joy if we look to Christ. That's so good. And if we keep trying to, uh, if because I just, I just feel like too many Christians, and I'm sorry if you're out there and this hurts your feelings, but come visit with me and prove me wrong. Um, but I, I think we sit on our salvation and wait for the eternal things rather than reap the, the, the things that we are supposed to receive here. Um, there's a harvest here for us as well. And that life is, is, I mean, what's more rewarding than, than talking to someone and, and Riv calling you down in a hotel room and saying, dude, I'm ready to give my life to Christ. I mean, come on. Come on! Yeah, nothing. I didn't have to. I didn't have to wait till I was in heaven for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. God allowed us to live through that right now, right, right in this time. You know, uh, and that's, that's awesome. Bi- that's biblical that you say that. You know, because don't you know Romans one one. Um, most things I say are Jesse. Paul, <laughs> here we go. Most things, humility. Most things he says my humility. Is, my bad. No, my bad. he uh, thinks they're biblical. Yeah, look at him. He's getting. <laughs> no, I really right, don't. Right. I really don't. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna start asking for that offering plate now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crap, a dollar over here. <laughs> What's good though is when you read the Bible. I mean, really, yeah. it starts to come out, and you don't even realize because I don't yeah. always sometimes. I mean, really. You know, Paul, a servant of you know this. He came to Roman. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart. For the gospel of God, the gospel he promised beforehand through his prophets and the holy scriptures regarding his son, who as to his earthly life was a descendant of David and who through the spirit of holiness was appointed the son of God in power by the resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ, our Lord, mm. you know, and we can't sit on salvation. I mean, I mean, look at what these apostles did. I mean, yeah, we are called, you know, to be apostles. And, you know, just like a little snippet of what I'm going to talk about a little bit is um, an apostle means one who is sent. Therefore, God sent us, you know. And so if we're, if we're thinking about that, you know, we're set apart and we should be set apart as yeah. Christians. When we walk, we're, we're called to live in this world. And so wow. we yeah. can't be afraid and we can't shy away from our testimony and our yeah. walk with Christ because we should be sharing it with others. Why? Because... We want them to know what we know and to feel what we feel. And it's that relationship, you know what I mean? And that so true good. change of heart. Absolutely. And you're fulfilled. You're fulfilled when that happens and you find joy in bad days. And you definitely find them in the good days. And your faith is only strengthened when you get to see what God does, you know, in his works. Yeah, absolutely. So good. That's, that's, that's a bold really statement, good. Jesse. That's a bold statement. <laughs> bold statement. Especially bold for those statement. apostles. <laughs> It's uh should we tell him? No, not, not on air. Yeah, that's that's ironic that you're gonna be speaking on boldness, right? In a few weeks. Yes. Yeah. When is that coming up so the listeners can know? September twenty. What's the tune in? Tune in. What's the opposite of ironic? There is no did I, hey Riley, did I mess that up? The, what the apostle? It's a it, okay. It was Zord said not to no, tell no, you. No, no, you're good. It's, a, it's apostles. Apostle. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hold. Hey, I'm I, learning. It's like that's right. I'm that's learning. right. It's like right. apostate. Yeah. <laughs> is that not right? Apostate. That right? is no, a word. Apost- yes. Apostate's right, but it's the complete oh. opposite of apostles. <laughs> uh, okay. There is something. So, yeah, I know we're. Uh, I know we're. Uh, we're really big concept of physical contemporaneity right mm, no this is getting cut out <laughs> this is getting cut out and it's not going in the message so there's no reason for this word contemporaneity <laughs> contemporaneity right what it means and it's a, it's something that god possesses right and it's it just means that god can be a hundred percent of one thing and a hundred percent of another you know if we remember i use jesus as an example he was a hundred percent god and a hundred percent man right but the point i made there was that the bible has that too you know, and the verse I used for that was Romans five twenty, right? That um, let me um, 
let me scroll to it so I don't mess it up or anything. So Romans 5.20 was, The law was brought in so that trespass might increase, but where sin increased, grace increased all the more. Mm-hmm, yeah. and, and that's talking about what, what, what Jesus did for the world, right? Yeah. But, you know, the concept that I was trying to break down was that that verse is typically meant for um, just describing the crucifixion, you know? But we we know that Scripture is God-breathed. Right, we know that that is the living word of God. That means it has to contain an aspect of God, right? But God's already infinite. So if something has an aspect of infinity, what's infinity divided by infinity? Anybody want to, you know, wager? Infinity. It's infinity. Yeah, yeah. you know. So Education. the Bible possesses those aspects of physical contemporaneity. And and Jesse, Jesse and I were talking um, before the message. And I was kind of expressing some frustration with, I was just like, you know, everyone says, well, this part of the Bible is literal and this part of it is figurative, you know? And I'm saying, dude, you are putting the Bible in a box. You know, you know what that's called? It's called a myopic view. It just means it's a small, narrow minded view of something with tons of possibility. Right. And that's what I wanted to break down with that verse is that there are so much more meaning that we can just take out from that. Right. It, it basically means that, uh, it basically means in Romans 5.20 that it tells us that even when we're surrounded by sin, lawful sin, because our hearts aren't, aren't tuned to God at that point, right? God's put a call on it, right? But we haven't made that that decision. If we are living in that grace, if we're living sin, then that sin, I said it earlier, has just no claim over our lives. And, and moreover, we can expel it, right? We can be like, get behind me, Satan. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was hoping he'd play like a whiplash yeah. effect over there. Aladdin, he didn't. Have, yeah, sweet. Right. It means that, and and not only can we expel the sin, not only can we get away from it, but we can inject good into that. Right. Where sin is, if we're living scent. Yeah. Ding ding ding. ding yeah. You know, we we can get it out. We can get it away. We can inject some grace into that, and yeah. that's only because of the grace that's given to us. That grace can come from us like that. You know what I mean? That's so good. good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. That uh, and and you get bonus points for working in our theme of living <laughs> sense. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you remember, I said it like fourteen times. Yeah. whenever I was speaking. I like it. I like yeah. It. <laughs> Do you have? Did you have one last thought? Because we we got to kind of wrap up, but it sounded like you had something to. It was just the the idea of being a slave to all of these things to our. You know, it, it uses the word trespass in Romans yeah. as much as it uses sin. Uh-huh. And and trespass is a little bit different in that it's this constant uh, lack of desire to stay in line with God. With God. It's not just a blatant, like, going out there, but it's just like, man, I would rather just go back to the old me. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. just, like, and it uses fall away, some of these other things. But it's it, it has to be intentional on our part to live sent yeah to to want that to, for our desires to change and the slave side of of that is is always wanting to revert yeah to revert and when Riley says you know as those desires change we make a choice to stay connected to God in other mm. words we yeah. they use a word in the Bible called bond servant. And I know that the the word slave is such a disgusting thing, you know, in our culture and stuff like that. But we want to make sure and understand that there were people that were not uh, blood relatives of certain families and they chose to be servants. They weren't forced. They weren't treated like garbage, but they wanted, they loved that adopted family, so to speak so much they chose to be bonded to them as a servant. And that's what we're choosing. To right. Do. It's you're choosing to take yes. on that responsibility. Yes. Right. That's right. the difference between slavery and bond servant. Yes. I mean, and that's, and to me, you know, I, I think during the duration of this podcast, the listeners probably realize that I like words, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, man, that very long, ex- very long, very complex. <laughs> yes. <right>? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but that's, that's why, because words provide us a whole depth. Language is how we define reality. People like yes. if, if that's something that you, uh, if on the next podcast, on the next podcast, we're going to talk about the word of God, <laughs> but language defines the way we look at reality. Our entire frame, of reference is based on how we speak about things, right? It helps us understand and, and take things out of. That's why it's important to know the difference between slave and bond servant, right? Because slave implies obligation. 
bondservant implies choice. Yes. Yeah. Very and good. that's 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 good. the biggest yeah. thing, right? And I, yeah. that's what I was going to say to that eight twenty eight verse is that it's those who love God. Yeah. Yes. They they get the those choice. Who love your yes. time and you're you're receiving the call on your life. Right. Yeah. The calls first. The calls first. And then, then it's up decide, to you. Yeah. Am I am I going to do this or am I going to am I going to love God? Keep back? on keeping on with what what's not working. Yeah. yeah honestly, time, is what what it is. But well, yeah. awesome, man. I I, uh, I hope you guys had a good time. Um, I hope yeah. this gets the ball yeah, rolling absolutely. for uh, us to continue uh, to get this really rolling and keep it going. It's crazy because over, remember over the summer we were getting like 35 listens and stuff, and I'm like, what is going on? We weren't even doing podcasts. So uh, I want to get back to, to consistently doing something and um, putting it out there weekly for you guys to, to hear and listen. And, yeah. and uh, man, I just thank you, Riley and Jesse and Wes, for doing this, and uh, hopefully it'll start a trend and we can – Add some truth to it. That was terrible. oh wow, that was terrible. You but, uh, really did that, just yeah. yeah. You're not gonna let the podcast in on that note. Can I, one more thing, would that would that be all right? <laughs> yep. You know, we wanted to define grace, and I think you know we kind of like just got into it real quick, got some deepness into it, right? But I think if we summarize for the listeners, that might be pretty good. You know, so we know that grace is part and parcel with mercy, right? And it's typically given when it's undeserving, but it's also something that we can choose to receive. Yeah. 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 Good point. I'm glad you added that. Well, hey, thank you guys. Um, uh, we love all you out there. We hope to see you at the amp station. Um, just so you know, we've moved dinner up to seven o'clock. We ended at seven forty-five, and then we start worship service at eight. And then come uh, check out our uh, small groups on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at seven o'clock. We'd love to see you. Um, they're growing. Uh, God's being faithful and uh, is delivering on a daily basis. So thank you, and uh, we'll check you some other time. Thank you for listening to the Trend or Truth podcast. This podcast is recorded out of the AMP station in Claremore, Oklahoma. AMP is a Christian ministry geared towards college students and young adults with an emphasis on loving God, loving people, and making disciples. If you like what you heard, consider becoming a subscriber so you don't miss out on a single episode. We release new entries every Monday. Also, rate and review this podcast on iTunes and share it on social media. Once again, thank you for joining us today, and we'll talk to you next time.